Welcome to A Teaspoon of Healing, where we explore the pathways to wellness and vibrant living. Listen to personal stories of healing and interviews with experts. It's time to open a doorway to healing in your life through positive changes. Here is your host, Dawn Damari. Hi, I'm Dawn Damari. Here's another episode of A Teaspoon of Healing. I'm going to be chatting with Vicki Roncero from Roncero Reiki, and it's all about Reiki, how it can help you, a little bit about the chakras, distance healing, and how it can help your stress and anxiety. So stay tuned. This is Goff, owner of Goff Tours, specializing in stand-up paddleboarding or surfing lessons. I even do snorkeling. You can reach me here. Orange County has what you're looking for. You can contact me via email at gofftours at gmail.com or mobile number is 949-338-5937, gofftours.com. Hi, I'm Dawn Damari. You're listening to another episode of A Teaspoon of Healing. Today, I have Vicki Roncero from Roncero Reiki. Hi, Vicki. How are you? Great. How are you, Dawn? I'm good. And you're joining us from New Jersey, and you're a Reiki practitioner. Yes, I'm a Reiki master teacher here in Montclair. Great. And you also do work on the internet as well. Yes, I do a lot of distance healings and in-studio work. And I do a lot of writing workshops and online training as well, because I've been a writer-producer in television for many years. Oh, nice. So when did you decide that you wanted to get into Reiki? And well, maybe first of all, before, we even, before I even ask you that for the listeners who don't know what Reiki is, what is Reiki? Reiki is actually your own internal light, tapping into your own internal healing ability. It's channeling universal life force energy, which is the energy that moves the clouds, that brings the sun up every morning, that makes the wind blow. That same energy makes your fingernails grow, makes your heart beat. And the fact that you're able to connect with this energy and realize your connection to everything living and breathing throughout the planet gives you a real sense of calm and helps you work through anxiety, helps activate healing. It's a really great way to realize your connection to everything on the planet, basically. Nice. And thank you for that description. And what got you into Reiki? When did you decide that you want to provide Reiki healing for individuals? I had always had a real connection with energy. I used to, as a kid, be able to sense things in people that really had nothing to do with what they said or what their actions were. I would kind of say like, ooh, I get a weird vibe around that person or I don't feel safe or in the opposite way, I could feel really like happy around someone. And what's interesting is I never really had the tools or the vocabulary to understand that we all have, in addition to our physicality and our physical being and energy, we have our own electromagnetic field of energy that actually is something that people pick up that you actually can walk into a room and people are reacting to your vibration. And if you're sad and down, you have a lower vibration. And if you're happy and up, you have a higher vibration. And those calibrations and that reaction to people was something I was very sensitive to. I didn't really understand why. But as I got older, 
I became curious about it. I pursued a career in television writing and producing, and I got onto a very creative track and very much enjoyed my career. But about 18 years ago, I had an experience where I was laid off from a job that I really loved. And I went to a spa and I had all kinds of things. I went hiking and biking and got massages. And I tried a Reiki session and the Reiki session truly shifted me in a way that nothing else did. It made me really feel like I was so much greater than the job that I had just lost and that there was many opportunities waiting for me. I certainly didn't feel like I did when I arrived there. And I truly felt like I wanted to be able to help people feel that kind of shift. And I got curious of how to learn this modality. Nice. Yeah, it must have been quite a switch going from TV and film writing into Reiki, but it sounded like it was a natural switch because you had you had the Reiki session. What's interesting is I didn't stop. I certainly was there and was sort of regrouping to look for my next job when I left. And the Reiki practitioner that was working on me, she said, you've just had a real shift and you have this energy inside of you and you're going to connect with this in beautiful ways and you're going to help people and you're going to become a Reiki master. And at the time, to be honest, I was a little bit like, come on, I'm a TV producer. I'm going to go back to New York and get my next job. What are you talking about? I'm just here to regroup. And her words kind of always stuck with me and became that little voice in your head that's pulling you to do something that you really know is your purpose. And about 10 years ago, my grandmother passed away and I was with her when she was passing. And I was actually able to see the energy leave her body in her last breath. She basically had like vapor that left her and swirled around the room and I was watching it swirl and I was very emotional and my brother said what are you looking at what are you looking at and I said you can't see that and then I just really knew that I had some kind of connection to the sensitivity of the energy of people so I pursued Reiki 1 and then pursued Reiki 2 all the while still doing my TV work and then just about five years ago I decided to do the Reiki 3 master training and did the master training and teacher training. And to me, I feel as a storyteller and a writer-producer that Reiki is the ultimate storytelling tool. I like that. Reiki is the ultimate storytelling tool. Maybe describe that a little bit more for me. I'm also a writer and we have a few, I'm sure more than a few writers listening that use also writing for journaling, for healing. So how does it go beyond perhaps journaling? Well, what's amazing is when you're doing a Reiki session on someone as a Reiki master, you're feeling the different levels of the energy and the different chakras, and you're able to sense blocks. And so you're able to put a story together. If there's some blockage in their throat chakra, for example, you can say, what is it that you're not using your voice? You're not speaking your truth. And then maybe you can get sense something in their solar plexus, something that's a childhood memory, something they haven't worked through. And by trying to piece together their story and help them to understand why it is that they're feeling stuck, it's truly an amazing way to help them turn the page and move past that and work on the next chapter of their own life. And I've really been seeing such amazing progress with people who come in and just say, I I really feel stuck. I don't know what's next for me. And then a few sessions later, they're getting really inspired to do different things and they're opening up new energies inside themselves to write that next chapter. And it's been really, really thrilled to see that because some people are very stuck in what they think they're supposed to be or what society has told them to be or their families have 
told them to be and when they really tap into their own energy and they really think about what it is they want and start to piece that together, exciting changes start to happen. Nice. And you mentioned the chakras and it would probably take too long to go through all of the chakras and it's probably out of the scope of this particular interview, but you mentioned the throat chakra and that deals with communication. And I know a lot of people mention their heart chakra what are the other ones that often come up as blockages? Maybe what, what does a blockage mean and which ones come up often in your work? A very common one, very common one is the solar plexus chakra, which is located at your belly button. If you literally put your hands, lay your hands across your belly button, you're placing your hands on that chakra. And energetically, the solar plexus represents your inner power, your strength. And it's basically where you find your confidence, your willpower, and tapping into that is a great way to help you find the courage that you need to make a change or the willpower you need to reach a goal. And emotionally and spiritually, the solar plexus is where you hold your memories of your childhood, your inner child resides there. So when you're doing Reiki on people, sometimes if you feel a block there, you even can have visions that appear that help you piece together the story of what it is that may have happened in their childhood that's keeping them feeling stuck in their story. Okay. So the solar plexus is often the one that you find. Yeah. And another one is right below that is the sacral chakra. And the sacral chakra is where we hold our feelings. And a lot of people can really open their creativity by tapping into their sacral chakra energy. If you're connecting with your own feelings and your right to express yourself. It's kind of amazing because everybody has a story to tell, literally. Like there's a lot of people who really would just love to write a book, tell a story. And what's, I think, really wonderful is it seems more and more these days people are becoming more okay with being vulnerable, with sharing their stories and being more compassionate. And to encourage people to literally take the time and write their stories and heal through their stories has been something that I've been incorporating into some of my Reiki work, which has really been able to infuse my writing experience with my Reiki experience and help people who are looking to literally tell their story in a written way. So that's been kind of fun too. Nice. Now, what kind of things can people either come in or, or have distance healing, which we'll discuss in a minute? Like, What will Reiki help with? It's hugely helpful with anxiety and stress. Those are two of the biggest things I see. A lot of people nowadays are more stressed and anxious than ever before. I think statistically it's factual. And I feel like it's a very natural way of calming yourself down. And I, I always like to teach people some hand positions to leave with so they're not just coming in for a session and feeling like they have to physically come to my space to have this feeling. It's nice to know that you have a little toolkit that you could tap into yourself and get this feeling of calm when you need it. And anxiety and stress, I would say, is probably the hugest one. And another one has been life changes. Like there's a lot of people who suddenly lost a spouse either through death or a divorce that they weren't expecting and that sort of rug being pulled from underneath you. You know, your first chakra is your root chakra and it's at the base of your spine. And when something in your life has happened that's upset your grounding and your sense of feeling rooted, 
it's very important to get that back so that you could literally feel like you're back on track and able to keep moving forward. And Reiki is very helpful with that. So there's a lot of people with stress, anxiety, or big life changes that have happened. They're grieving or they're trying to get back on their feet after a job loss, something like that. And we talked a little bit about distance Reiki. How does that work? And is it just as effective as getting it in person? Distance Reiki has become my favorite way of doing Reiki because it's almost like when I first was learning Reiki, the hand positions and all the physical work with clients made a lot of sense. But when I was learning distance Reiki, I really almost felt like it was incorporating an element of disbelief. I just felt like, oh, come on, how could I possibly be here in New Jersey and you're in California and I could successfully transmit Reiki to you. But the deeper and deeper that I've gotten into the Reiki and the more I've been taught and practiced, it's truly like connecting with you right now through the telephone. There's any way that you can connect energetically, it's kind of like you're trying to dial into a radio station and you're searching for the connection with the person and you've synced up your time and you're meditating on their address and almost instantly you feel the connection. In my side, when I'm transmitting the energy, I have something physical that's representing the person for me, either a teddy bear or a bunch of crystals or any object that I can use and move my hands along the different parts of the body and transmit the energy. And you can often pick up, oh, I can feel they have hip pain or they have a headache or they have real sadness, real grief that needs to be released. And through the energy in distance healing, oftentimes messages can come through the energy and visions and you can pick up all sort of things that are almost like mediumship. And that has been very exciting to me because you're, you're literally just tapping into other realms and you're getting information that comes as a download that really helps the client. How did you notice that happening? Was it your first time you tried the distance healing? And yeah, how does it come to you as a medium? Because I know I did a distance healing with you and, and there was a couple of things you said. And actually, actually it's weird because there's some stuff going on right now in my life that you had kind of mentioned, which was, was interesting. So It's truly like, I really think that It's true that everyone, as you open up your third eye and your intuition, I think we all really do have the ability to be mediums and to connect with messages from other realms. And Reiki, just it's sort of like by doing Reiki every day and practicing this all the time, it's opened more and more to the point that sometimes these distance sessions have so much channeling that it it really feels more like a medium experience. But other times there's maybe one or two things that come through. It's really not predictable because it's really what's coming through for the person in the energy. Often if it's something physical they were wanting, if they say, I'm here and you can't physically be with me and I have hip pain and I really want you to work on that, that's what their intention is. So that's where the energy is going and they'll feel that transmission in their hip and after the distance healing session, they'll feel better. And other times there's a message that comes through and when it first started to happen for me it happened like in random ways I would be focusing so much on the physical energy and all of a sudden in my head I would hear like Fred 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 and I said to the client I have to ask you do you know anybody named Fred and the woman said oh my gosh it's crazy that you say that because Fred is my father and he had passed away and today my mom gave me his death certificate it's in my pocketbook right next to the bed where you're doing the distance healing and I said wow that's that's neat and then other times there'd be real specific 
visions and messages. And recently I had a, a woman who was getting a distance session and she was very much like trying to figure out if she should move in with her boyfriend. And I said, well, I'm not going to give you advice, but I'll just work on what's coming through. And so we were working on it. And all of a sudden her grandfather, like I, I was like, who is Michael? And she said, Michael's my boyfriend. Why? And I said, well, there's an older man. Did your grandfather pass recently? Because there's someone coming through who's beaming and saying how much he loves Michael and that you need to know that. And she was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. And so things like that, whatever the message might be, it's truly affecting the person in a way that's helping with them with their healing process. And I've learned to kind of just get out of my way and realize that it has nothing to do with me. I'm simply the messenger and the conduit of the energy. And it's my responsibility to tell the person what's come through because often it's really profound and it really has an impact on them. So in the beginning when I'd, I'd be a little bit fearful or shy or say, oh, I don't know, does this mean anything? How do I know this means anything? Like if you, if you worry too much about that, then you kind of get in the way of it. So you just kind of have to trust in the energy and deliver whatever comes through. Now, what would you have to say or how would you explain to someone who's interested but skeptical about Reiki? Because I know there's a lot, there's, you know, there's people that find it interesting, but they will step back. I would say you have to give it a try because I honestly was the kind of person that always loved deep tissue massage. And when I was at that spa where I first tried Reiki, I was really looking to fill that hour slot with a deep tissue massage and there was no one available. And when the, the receptionist said, well, why don't you try Reiki? I was like, oh, isn't that that light touch energy thing? I'm like, no, 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 no. I like someone to like pummel me, you know? And, and she was like, I'm telling you, you got to give it a try. So I, I gave it a try reluctantly and it literally changed my life. The practitioner was barely touching me. So there's really something to be said about the experience. I definitely think people could talk about Reiki and be interested, but until you actually try it and experience it, it's a whole nother level. If you feel it, then it's it's just totally different. It's like, you know, learning a dance and when you when you jump in and you just trust and you start moving, you just feel like, wow, this is so amazing. If you just sit and watch it happening, it's it's just not the same. So you really kind of just have to give it a try and and trust that going to take you someplace. And what's really exciting to me as a Reiki practitioner is that right now is such an exciting time for Reiki because East-West medicine is kind of melding and scientists are discovering like proof about Reiki. For example, there was just a scientist in the UK who has water that he, he did Reiki on this water and he looked at the crystals of the water before and after and the changes in the water were just phenomenal and they did so many different tests and there was no way to deny that scientifically the Reiki was changing the crystallization of the water and we are comprised of so much water that it only makes sense that the Reiki would affect us in a positive way. So then they even tried doing the distance Reiki on the water and it's it's just the studies are like phenomenal and for me personally I just had an experience where my dad passed away in December and I did a lot of Reiki on him in the intensive care unit. I literally became connected to him doing Reiki like for six days in a row in the, in the ICU. 
And every time his anxiety level would go up, you'd see the numbers. He was connected to every machine that they were monitoring everything. And the nurse would say, oh, your anxiety number is way up. I'm going to just go get you a little something. I'll be right back. And I would do the Reiki and she'd come in and say, did another nurse come in? Your number went way down. What happened? And my father would say, oh, no, it was my daughter. She did Reiki. And he was a surgeon. So for him to believe so much in it was really validating for me. Wow. That must have been a really powerful experience, you know, that you were able to help him. Yeah, it was really amazing. And it just really felt like being able to do that just made me feel like, wow, I'm all about this medical Reiki and, and Reiki practitioners and hospitals. And you're just reaching a piece of the healing that other things can't reach. And it's if everyone could work together, like I, I certainly believe in hospitals and medicine. And I'm not someone who's advocating just all natural approaches. But I just think if you're open enough to let everything work together, the results are really phenomenal. I agree. And Reiki has been going into hospitals more. There's been more and more hospitals that'll have volunteers. Yeah, there's even been some Reiki practitioners who have been in operating rooms and they're just holding the space for the patient. And there was recently an interview with a doctor who was saying how powerful it is because the doctors can sometimes lose sight of the fact that there's a soul there. They're working on a body. They're physically healing the body with the operation that they're doing and they might be playing rock and roll music or talking about what are your weekend plans and nobody's really connecting with the soul of the patient and Reiki's really all about making you realize that you are a soul with a body and not a body with a soul and to me that gets lost sometimes in our everyday lives in many areas of every day really so I think that to be able to have that person holding that space for the soul that's being operated on is pretty powerful. I agree with you. I believe it would be a gentler approach in that, you know, it's scary to have an operation or any kind of surgery done. And it's, it's scary for the patient and even the gentlest of doctors still, it, it, you know, there's a lot of machines, there's a lot of noises and it's cold and it just provides a human element. I think that's a step in a very positive direction. Definitely. I agree. To see Reiki in hospitals and to see Reiki in any sort of healing space that it wouldn't traditionally have been is great because truly Reiki was established in the early 1930s by Mikawa Sui, who was a Japanese Buddhist monk, and he, he discovered Reiki. But hands-on healing and the idea of putting your hands on and healing with your own body energy, I mean, that's going back thousands of years. I mean, it's ancient wisdom that you're really tapping into, your own body's healing ability. It's certainly been around for a very, very long time. So it's just now being recognized in a different way. So your advice to someone is to try it and people can, you know, can look you up. How can people find you if they're interested in a distance or in-person Reiki session with you? I have a website. It's ronsero-reiki.com. That's R-O-N-C-E-R-O-Reiki, E-R-E-I-K-I.com, ronsero-reiki.com. I'm also on Instagram at ronsero-reiki. And I've been setting up a lot of distance healings. I've actually had some clients recently in South Africa, which has been pretty amazing that I'm reaching that far with the Reiki. And it's really been amazing. My goal is to spread Reiki as wide as I can reach as many people because I really feel like it's a ripple effect once you do feel the Reiki energy and you feel lighter and brighter you want to help others feel that 
And it's like the old saying, like when you are in a dark room, the only way to bring light to the room is if there are cracks in the room. And often people's traumas or people's pain are what make those cracks. And when you help bring light into the darkness, people are pretty amazed at how quickly they can shift from that darkness if they're willing to try. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Vicki, for coming on the show. And please check her out, Roncero Reiki, R-O-N. C-E-R-O, and then Reiki, R-E-I-K-I.com, and Instagram at Roncero Reiki. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything you want to mention to the listeners before we sign off? I just want to say that I think everybody's healing from something. And I think there are clients who are coming in literally to get a chakra balance and they might physically be feeling fine. You know, you might have no injuries, no no illness and you just go for a Reiki session to keep you feeling balanced and to keep your chakra energy aligned. And there's others who are recovering from cancer. And so literally the Reiki is reaching them in a way that's helping to heal them and it's speeding up their recovery. So whether it's an injury, an illness, or just simply to keep you balanced, Reiki is just a really nice way to connect you with light energy and help you feel lighter and brighter. And it connects you with nature in ways that helps you appreciate the seasons and the cycles of nature in, in a different way. And it's, it's really, truly an amazing gift to know that that energy is really just inside of you and you're just learning to trust and tap into it. So I would encourage anyone to give it a try if you're looking for any reason to bring more light into your day. I think it's truly a gift that we all have. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Vicki. Thank you, Dawn. It was great to be on your show. It was great to have you. And I hope you have a wonderful evening. Thanks. You too. Susan, you remember the time we were in Orange County? We were driving around and we got lost. And we ran into this place called Avila's El Ranchito. You remember the place? The place had awesome decor and authentic margaritas. Did you know that Avila's El Ranchito has been around since 1966? They have 13 locations throughout Orange County. Visit Salvador Avila's location in Lake Forest and Foothill Ranch for great food, ambiance, and specialty margaritas. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Teaspoon of Healing. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you can never miss another episode. And if you want to give me a review and a star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, I would really appreciate it. I really appreciate the reviews I've gotten recently. I'm glad the show has resonated with you. And stay tuned for a lot more. And if you have any questions for me, Or if you want to be a guest on the show, you can visit my website, teaspoonofhealing.com and click on contact. Or you can go to my Instagram. That's where I'm the most active. And it's at teaspoonofhealing and send me a message there. Thank you for listening to A Teaspoon of Healing with Dawn Damari, your home for wellness and vibrant living. For more resources on wellness and vibrant living, visit us online 
at teaspoonofhealing.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of the use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein. 